0: You're, yeah. Okay. So it didn't allow me to do what I thought I was gonna do, but I'll kick it off like this right now. Um, <laughs> welcome to the He's an On Time Guard podcast. Um, your host Maul. Uh I today have a very special guest on the show. Um, just happens to be my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Uh, fitness theory, that's that's his uh, social media handle on pretty much everything. Yeah, everything. All right, that's his social media on everything. Um, my cuz doing a lot of stuff, man. Like, you know, what I'm saying. Slight, like, slight, slight. <laughs> nah, not slight at all. You know what I'm saying we ain't downplaying this stuff no more. Like, we we this 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 the year of letting it hang out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's... so so you know, like I said, this is actually. uh the 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 man responsible for the healthy mall situation. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> very appreciative of all the the training and everything that we that we have done um, and will do, and and all that other good stuff. But I think it's still just paying me back because I used to bully him on the court. So yeah, you know I'm sorry. All the time. Just, <laughs> I think he just trying to get me back a little bit, but it's <laughs> all good. Um. I'm going to kick off some of these questions, uh, and then we, you know what I'm saying, we'll just go with the rest of the the flow, how it, how it really leads us. Um, how long have you been training, first of all?
1: I mean, I've been in and out of it, dibbling and dabbling since, I want to say, like, '09, But it didn't really get serious and start kicking off till like, I want to say, 15, 16. Um, and I think that that's at the point where I developed my own style. And I think because I was more so thinking about how I used to work at the physical therapy clinic. So I was thinking more so of a therapy aspect of it and not looking at how to overall strengthen a bigger group of muscles. So I developed my style around that time. And from then that's when I started breaking people down a little differently. That's when training
0: started to hit a little different for people with me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you definitely, um, do a lot of modifications for people and stuff like that, like I had a shoulder injury just from uh baseball, and um we, you know what I'm saying we definitely worked around the injury and, and but it still strengthened the area so and I know that was you know one of the biggest uh, major things that I, I i wanted to do and uh that that definitely so doing the physical therapy um you definitely feel like as though that it's helped your your training um you you also have a sports background do, do, do does that help with your uh you know your your training and workout and,
1: and uh that? yeah that that helps a lot um from physical therapy then you can um and then relate to sports so with sports you go into everything as far as like quick movements and explosiveness and Um, being able to have stabilizers and learning how to actually teach somebody how to fire something off and on. Because despite what people may think that you sending your your child to these coaches at these schools and these AAU camps, they're not really telling your child how to preserve their body so they really can have a successful career. They're doing enough to tell them what they can do so they can look really good right now so they can continue to get their sponsorships. So for me, I work on the back end to teach you how to take care of your body overall and not only how to take care of your body overall, also at home, how you can do preventive stuff. Because it's a lot of young athletes that don't do preventive stuff that that's why they have these prolonged injuries, like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: perhaps like Derrick Rose, like Derrick Rose had issues before he had knee issues. It was going down to his ankle. So at that issue, he had he was rolling his ankles a lot. So that took off his stability. So if it's taking away your stability, that's your base. So that means that going up, it's getting broke down. So he could have been still at the prime of his career right now if he had somebody to really address that and even break him down to just had him take his shoe off and learn how to stand on one foot barefoot. There's just certain things and aspects that A lot of coaches aren't going to do. So, like, if you may look at my Instagram, I work with marathon runners. I'm literally on the ground making them take off their shoes and teaching them how to fire off their toes and stuff like that because it's all about how you work from your base up. A lot of people aren't interested in that. It's interested in how good it looks and how that I'm going to produce this person, so these videos can look on Instagram. But then you end up coming to me because your back is jacked up, and I got to go rework
0: from stuff that somebody messed up.
1: Cause you, you,
0: I think you got to go holler at Zion, yo.
1: I mean, I can get Zion right, but he just got to, uh, he just got to be willing to break that big bank. Cause if I got to move and I got to work with you so many months, I still got to live.
0: Hey, man, he walked like Shrek, bro. He walked like, like
1: Shrek and Donkey. Like, that's the problem.
0: Like, I, I, I know I have a couple of uh bros that we, we talk a lot of sports and, and different things of that nature. And one of my biggest um complaints that I've always had with him is he has such a big gait when he walks. Um, and it and it looks really cumbersome, like he's trying to, you know, like he's lugging his his body around. And I know that just, you know, it always, it, it never, and to me, it really sits right. You know what I'm saying? Looking I mean, at it, so I. That's also I can only imagine.
1: That's also a little bit of like that that man child syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a big man child.
0: Yeah, and yeah. He
1: yeah, never yeah. really got into how his body right. was. I think he's starting to come into how his body is now cuz even in college the way he played, he didn't play in the in the aspect of I want to preserve my body. He played in the aspect of I'm going to be so explosive that somebody's going to want to draft me. Point blank. Right. He wasn't thinking about longevity of his career. Like look at LeBron. LeBron initially started pay- started was playing like that, but LeBron now puts millions into his post, his pre um, his recovery, everybody's yeah. around him, is, it's handling something. It's this, um, it's this guy who's a marathon runner. I think his name is Rich Rowe. He literally has a team that works on different things for him, whether it be his balance, whether it be his gait, whether it be his stride. He's an ultra marathon runner, but he has a team. And the biggest thing he always lets anybody know, no matter what you're doing, you're going to go further with the team. The the thing is, LeBron learned that Zion doesn't quite know that Zion needs basically that NBA mentorship to somebody to really break him down because he he's athletic, he has oh, everything God, there. Really? He just he needs somebody to just fine tune him to say, sit here, listen, young man, this is what it is.
0: Man, you see you see him snatch the ball from uh, Giannis. Did you see Giannis' face? though? Right. Right. Giannis, Giannis, that was that was a face of oh, shit. Right. This youngin is, this youngin is here.
1: Right. <laughs> he, I mean, that was a big statement because Giannis is. That was he, a
0: huge statement. That was the MVP, bro. That's the reigning MVP. Like, y- Giannis is athletic.
1: Balls. Not only is he athletic, he has great court vision. He, yeah. as size as he is, he still can break the game down like a point guard. He's dangerous. So. For one of the dangerous players in the league, I'm saying by all means, like for NBA All Star Weekend, they get make him a team captain against LeBron James. And at the end of the day, no matter how many people don't like LeBron James, LeBron James right now is probably the best athlete in basketball.
0: Facts. I, I, you, you, I'm a LeBron fan, so you, you're not.
1: Right, not, not he, he's, <laughs> he's by far the the best athlete in basketball, and the only other people who was before him is Kobe and Jordan. And before them is Wilt, so people can can debate me. Oscar Robson, we're going, we're going. Oscar Robinson. we can Oscar do that. Robinson yeah, we can throw that. We can throw that in there too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mister Triple Double definitely gets
1: Indeed, in <laughs> indeed.
0: <laughs> um, another couple of questions for you. Uh, what? Ma- so I know we, we talked about how long you've been doing it, but what made you really go down this fitness journey?
1: Um, uh, of course I gained weight. Um, I mean, you know, growing up, I was always the Husky kid, but I was, we
0: both were, we both were were Husky kids, but it was
1: so funny. It was like, we were Husky, but athletic at the same time. Very much so. Um, but it it starts to get to the point where, you know, you become a, a Husky adult and what really changed me. It was, to be honest with you, I was actually driving home one day. I lived in Suitland, um, at Hickory Hills apartment.
0: Uh oh. Hello. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you.
1: They didn't have like regular ass like speed bumps. They had like these mega humps. Like you gotta, if you are a small child or person, you may have to walk to the edge of the curb to go around it. So those are the kind oh, of speed man. bumps they had. So I went over this speed bump and everything jiggled. Like my chest jiggled, my stomach jiggled, my face jiggled, and going from being husky and then losing that weight. And then that happening, that was such a shock to me. So I had, I picked up, I have a pair of Air Maxes that I still can't part with today, because those were the initial shoes that I started my fitness journey as an adult with. And the first time that's I ran, dope. I ran them out. That took me like twenty two minutes. Like for me now, twenty two minutes, like I that's I'm finishing a five k. That's what's <laughs> up.
0: So
1: it's like. It that was my turning point and I, I tell people all the time like and people laugh when i say that like everything jiggled bro like everything yeah like, I don't, like i'm out here like looking like whole jiggly puff in the car yeah, yeah and then i start to look back at, at pictures now and i'm like yo every all the weight i held was in my midsection which was directly relating to things that were happening with me like with my mental health my mental health wasn't it so i was going towards comfort food i was going towards those things that gave you that euphoric feeling so eating such and such or going to this place and having alcohol that gives you that euphoric feeling but it also gives you that feeling that i'm getting away from the real stem of issues which a lot of people their weight gain is directly affected by mental health
0: this is very much true because that's that stress that cortisol definitely. Uh...
1: That cortisol, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to bring up. Cortisol will definitely do it.
0: That will definitely wreck you. That will definitely wreck you. Um, but that's uh, that's a big thing that I think a lot of people, you know, we don't necessarily. I mean, I, I, my, I myself necessarily didn't didn't really know about um until I really started, you know, started on my fitness journey myself and just learning different things that I had no clue that, you know, stress would, would, would pack on that weight mm-hmm. um, on you. Uh, so, so, so you, I know you said, you know, like mental health and different things of that nature. I, motivation is definitely a part of your uh, program as well. What kind of started you on your, you know, doing your motivational uh, talks and posts on your social, social media, and different things of that nature?
1: To be honest with you, I had started, um actually it was stuff that me and used to joke around and say, and then I noticed that I would start to use those in training sessions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I may have been piggybacking off of that and I may have added something to it. Um mm-hmm. and it's just that that they start to, to grow. Then I started looking at like some of the some of the great people that I like to to like I look at like i'm i wasn't I was never a martin Luther King person. I was always a Malcolm X person um I was never uh never big on people that didn't have a conscious way of bringing enlightenment to somebody else about something um so if you basically didn't have anything to me and you can't make it make sense to me, then I couldn't really follow you so the people who made a lot of sense to me and the biggest thing was Malcolm X. And I have this quote tattooed on me. And the quote is, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. Mm. So at the same token, that goes to everything that you can look at in life. Life compares to a fitness journey. Um, And people don't see that. Because you can be in a relationship with someone and they can be planning the rest of their life with you. They can be planning these trips with you. They can be planning this marriage with you, this wedding with you. But they treat their body like trash, mm. like they eat and whatever they're not dealing with whatever stressors you got at work. So then in return, you're coming home and taking that out on other people. You don't know how to process. So at this point in my life, I'm going to take you as serious as you take your mental and your physical health.
0: That's real.
1: If you can't take those things serious, because at the end of the day you only have one of those, so how can you prepare and sit and sit down there and make visions and plans for life if you can't take care of the one that you got?
0: Facts, that's real.
1: So I think
0: I think that's a big part of of, of just wanting to to get healthy, like you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like really just just taking care of yourself as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like there's a hundred percent, and just because you look good. Don't mean that you right on the inside, like exactly. I'm saying, or you right upstairs. So like, it definitely is a big thing, and it and it and it really helps to take the mental. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I like to call it the mental workout, and, and doing taking your mental health because it it really is um, really important. Uh, so with that said, I think I ask another random question though, but not necessarily random. What do you think the hardest part of training me was?
1: I had to get you to get out of your own
0: way. That's real.
1: So uh, aspects that you would have it and and you were at that point. But I had to get you to the point of I had to low key to try to bring reverse psychology. I had to bring you to a certain point and discuss it, but not make it seem like I'm telling you how to do it or telling you what to do. I had to lead you to the point so you can get to that point you can do a little bit of your own research and then you can come to me and be like hey did you know about this low-key in the back of my head yeah i did because i just noticed mentioned it to you like three weeks ago but it's always easier to lead someone to knowledge than to give them everything Facts, that's
0: definitely true
1: because if i'm leading you to it so Tupac always says, if I'm not going to be the person that changed society, but I will be the person that invoke that person to be inspired to change. Yeah, you
0: want to be that spark. You can't necessarily be the change, but you want to be the spark Exactly. Of
1: the change. Exactly. I'm with it. And that's Definitely. how I am now. Like, I may not be the person that, I may not be your final trainer. I may not be that person that may be the right fit for you as a trainer. But at the same time, you're gonna take something from what I said, and it's gonna kick in whether you reach your, your real tra- your new trainer, another trainer, or you're trying to start this fitness journey yourself. And like, oh, I know this because of X, Y, Z. Yep, you sure do. That's a fact. My what,
0: what? my um, thing
1: about it is always is it's impact is bigger than a dollar.
0: Oh yeah,
1: and all. Important opportunities don't always come with a revenue stream. Mm-hmm. I've done so many free events lately, like the the past event like we just did for um, Sweat Fest. I mean, being at Sweat Now has been a blessing, but Sweat Fest was completely open to the public. And I don't know if anybody see it, but if they can go to my IG page and look at the recap they can see it was 300 plus people there. You know how many people we impacted? How many people have in return like reached out to me, have asked about training, asked what I'm doing, and then they end up seeing me on Channel 9. And like, oh, I just saw him. This is so relatable.
0: Yeah, so, that was a dope move right there. So
1: at that point, now I've affected someone and I've made an impact on someone's life to understand that, God, I was just sitting down with this dude. This is personable. I can understand this.
0: facts that's a that's a that's a real good thing so let me ask you this you being an entrepreneur especially if even in a niche market right Mm -hmm. what is what are what are some tips that you might give entrepreneurs but also um i guess maybe entrepreneurs in in or people trying to get started in the fitness industry
1: don't worry about nobody else because you're gonna start worrying about what somebody else is doing what somebody else is doing the thing about it is with training and people you let's be real all exercise nobody has developed all we have ever done is take an exercise and critique it and made it better added a band added a weight added instability and we just teach people different things on how to break it down to be honest your trainer most of the time is
0: the biggest therapist ever this is true um, oh man, this is definitely true. We didn't got a lot of stuff off our chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's a training session. Probably, honestly, sometimes you're gonna actually spend less on, on a personal trainer than you will do going into a therapy session. Um, hey,
0: that's really real though.
1: Yeah, like I've, 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 and that's why I work out. Because sometimes I end up because I, I've gained weight. I gained weight in 2019 and had to drop it. Because I was literally taking on so much from my clients and I wasn't literally dumping it back out. So I was being a cup to everyone, but I wasn't dumping my cup out. So that started to be that I'm thinking about this when I'm putting my clients first and I'm not putting my, my health first. That's another thing I will give to, to upcoming fitness professionals. Like you got to learn how to care and be there, but you also have to learn how to separate it from your personal life. Um, and networking is everything. You gotta understand. Just because a trainer is on this side and y'all in the same area, don't mean that they you. The thing about with training is, you need to you need to have people not buy into what you do as a trainer but what you do as a person being a trainer. Mm. Because I can get a million people to come train with me for $50 a head and I don't teach them anything. But if I can get that one person that I charge them $50 a head, but then they become a lifelong client and end up referring me 50 people rather than having 50 people that pay me $50 one quick time, I've not only created a bond, but I've created networking. I've created olive branches for people who are different in different walks of life, different societies, different professions. I've created a whole new stream and network, which, if I wanted to put something together as Fitness Theory sponsored a kickball game, do you know how many different styles of people would be there from lawyers? To professional athletes to stay at home moms, to marathon runners to marines to um coast guards to senate senators, to people who work for under armor, I can go and have a melting pot of people and probably bring people in and people will have resources, which is a good idea I may do just now. I thought about that,
0: yeah, that's a dope <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um. What's a common myth about, uh, uh I guess, fitness that you can debunk? Everybody thinks that you
1: can wear a waist trainer and lose
0: weight. <laughs> That's real. Youngest, you ever you ever hug somebody with a waist trainer and they feel like they yeah. got uh, they got on a bulletproof vest joint? Low
1: key, they like you know when they package hot dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
0: shout out shout out the bench chili bar with the half smokes.
1: So right. Sponsored. They,
0: they ain't even on the sponsorship, but but we are sponsored by Bouquet, because I, I like I don't know if you hear it in the background, but you know what I'm saying? i We're definitely sponsored by Bouquet rolling. Bouquet. Papers. Okay. Uh, and shout I out. still
1: do pass out, I still do pass out Bouquet rolling papers.
0: And, uh, I appreciate it. And and we all do. We 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 the bouquet family appreciate you.
1: Always um it's, it's just that's a lot of common myths um you'll lose a lot of weight if you do a lot of cardio real fast you will know, you lose a weight of a lot if you'll use weight at, lose weight at first to be honest with you. you will but it comes to a point where your body's going to get stagnant because you're doing 45 minutes on cardio machine and yeah that's going to react great for the first two to three months because your body's already been in such a stagnant state that it's something new so, being something new, is going to react to it. No matter if you change your eating habits or not, it's going to react to it. But sooner or later, you're just going to be
0: stuck. So, let me ask you this: a, an, a, a random myth that I, I don't even know if it's a myth or what what it might be considered. But like, plateauing, because I know you said something about plateauing. Um, what? How do you do you think it can come early, or is it, or is it like a time frame that that one? should try to switch up maybe there you know I, I ain't saying give people all the way to the fitness theory cheat code or nothing but <laughs> is, is there a way that people should you know because like you can't do i know you can't do the same exercise on the same way nah, it's, it's called in a row right
1: it's called muscle confusion
0: right okay so, so you if if
1: you definitely have to do muscle confusion. like, And so say if I want to drop weight aggressively, I'm not going to do stagnant cardio. I'm going to do hit training. I'm going to do something that's going to be a short amount of time. That's going to be the biggest amount of work that I can get. That's going to exhaust me. I can li- literally, when I started cutting weight this in 2019, the biggest thing I added three times a week was hit training in the morning. And I did that for 30 minutes. And hit training can be anything from you breaking out a jump rope, from doing a minute jump rope, 30-second break, do 30 seconds of push-ups, minute jump rope, 30 seconds. It's giving your body complete confusion because it's going to go back and forth and back and forth. You can literally pick four of the easiest exercises and set them for a minute and do a 30-second break in between for four rounds and will burn crazy because it's giving your body... A platform where it doesn't have a chance to rest, so that's why I like people coming up to sweat have such great results because sweat is literally forty five minutes once that door closes, it's all gas and no breaks until you're done
0: yeah.
1: and I mean I've seen people people have seen my my i g to see how I am in class like <coughs> it's all gas like <coughs> you may get a maybe a, a good three minute break with me. And that's if I have to explain something. So HIIT training and oh, the common thing is, ladies, please lift weights. Stop thinking that all you have to do is do booty exercises with resistant bands and do cardio. Lift weights. If you want your body to change, lift weights.
0: That's real. Some 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 of these these models really, a lot of the models on IG for real, for real. <clears throat> be using mad angles though. Yeah, like I- I'm gonna just keep it a hundred. Yeah, like, I don't even like looking at the the, you know, what is it like the home like the search page or nothing like because then it'll be all mad just mad joints come up on the page and you like, yeah. this makes no sense. Like you're not even you know what I'm saying you you're really not as fat as you think you are, and and, and it's a lot of surgeries too though. But I'm not That's a lot shaming. of surgeries. <laughs> you know the crazy thing
1: about the surgeries like. I don't think they understand that after you get the surgery, you still got to keep it. You still got to,
0: yo, here go the thing. I know for sure. People don't understand that part about like maintaining. I tell people for real, for real, it wasn't the hardest thing. Wasn't to really lose the weight. It's really to find the size that you want and Mm -hmm. to maintain it. Yeah, Like, at my biggest, I really I really wasn't as comfortable as I was. But at the time, I wanted to be able to throw somebody through a wall. And I achieved that. Right? Right. right. But I realized as just functioning, that really wasn't a size that was going to make sense for me. Like, I That's was huge. huge. Like, I didn't realize how big I was. Like, I look at some pictures and it's like,
1: but the thing about it, I think people don't understand that when you are a certain weight and you're over a certain, and you're overweight by a certain percentage, how much stress it puts on your joints.
0: Oh my gosh, yes.
1: So it goes from, I think the, the number is every five pounds takes like 2% of pressure off your joints. I think it's, I believe it's that number. Um, I got to check my references, but I know personally it takes stress off your joints because when I initially started running that first time, it was horrible. And now that I don't have that weight, like you've literally seen me run around, run around like Speedy Gonzalez and I'm just running. And I don't feel that pressure because that weight is not bearing down on me. Granted, you know, running outside is completely different from running on a treadmill. If anybody is running, (laughs) please get off of the treadmill, find a track and or find a trail. You're going to kill your knees. But everybody has to start from somewhere and running in that pressure on those joints with that body fat it it's a lot
0: definitely definitely i i, I can definitely tell the difference from you know what i'm saying not not having a it, it not having as much weight on my on my joints like on my knees and stuff I'm getting the rim you know what I mean like yeah Tupac back yeah
1: definitely I mean it's going to factor <clears throat> like I I mean I still can jump up again I remember that day me and you interns and were in LA fitness and I jumped up and he was
0: surprised yeah you got it though <laughs> I think I think I think it might have been a, a surprise of, of everyone. It was real. <laughs> it was real. Teen Wolf's like dunking from the foul line. You know? like, everybody was like, "Who? <laughs> where you come uh, you from? Like, Where'd that come from?" I right? thought he had a bad knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where'd I come from? Well, let me ask you this: This is definitely a basketball show. Um, okay. You are a Knicks fan
1: to the core.
0: What y'all doing, brother?
1: First of all, I'm just going to say I'm a (laughs) Knicks fan, and I want to get rid of everybody from the owner down to the ball boy. I think that we need complete restructure. And we, we always get talent, but we don't have anybody to develop them. And that's always our issue. And that's been our issue, to be honest with you, since... After the Allen Houston era, to be honest, and it hasn't gotten
0: better since then.
1: And then it goes to horrible coaching.
0: Dog, y'all got a halfway decent squad though on paper. On paper, uh, we I always mean, have R. J. a halfway Barrett, decent. R.J. Julius Randle, yeah. Frank Mitchell Robs. I mean Mitchell Mitchell Robinson. He 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 put. He needs some. He needs an NBA development as well. He do need some, but y'all got Bobby Portis. I like Bobby Portis. I like Bobby Portis
1: too. Then like I
0: got Dennis Smith Jr. and Kevin Knox. I think
1: I, yeah, we Kevin got Knox. a good squad, but we don't I have got a good
0: squad. We don't
1: have nobody to work with them though. Who who legit do we have to work with them?
0: I mean, y'all, man,
1: nobody. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's uh, the thing. <laughs> If like, we just no have bad. like if we just had some people that legit we need like a good front office. Yeah. Like we need the front office to be like, yo, we're scrubbing everything.
0: Mike Miller is your coach. He
1: don't even look like no coach. He don't
0: look like a coach. <laughs> he like a banker.
1: He like he wanna just go cut grass for a living and just be
0: okay. Nah, nah, nah. He look like he might be like you know, this is one of my things, man. As I as I do this show, the more I do it, I'm gonna probably get into like the little weird shit that I do. <laughs> and I <laughs> like and it's and it's all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm really coming to grips with a lot of shit right now. And I, I I tell I make up stories about people based like if I don't know who they are, or like if even if I know who they are, right? Right. So like I, I, I like unless I know them, it's really difficult. But like for people I don't know, if I just like see a picture, I just try to make a make a, a story about them or some shit. Right, right. So like he looks like maybe he worked at he works at a bank, like in the loan department or something.
1: He do low key look like he work in the loan department. <laughs> well, he could have like
0: been like. But 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 they found out about like he was embezzling money,
1: like he was low key working for the mob
0: or something. Mm mm mm-hmm. mm. Mm-hmm. See yeah. see see that's what I'm saying. See now you're hooked. Now you're in. Yeah. You're in. Look, you seen that picture that I put? I'm a <laughs> man. I, I might start recording the show so I can show people and add stuff into the picture. So I put this picture up of a uh, Denny Green. Uh-huh. Now, nah, Danny Green, yeah, and, um, <laughs> Lionel Richie. Oh yeah, I saw that picture. <laughs> right. So look, why people was like, "Oh my God, that's his son," and I was like, <laughs> "So, so, so, I don't know if you know, but Danny Green's mom was in the dancing on the ceiling video. For real? No, she wasn't. But I got your ass going, though, <laughs> don't I? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dog. It's these stories. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I need to write a book on these joints, bro. Like, <laughs> cause you
1: just, you low key just caught me for real. I was like, oh damn, maybe that is. That's song. what I'm saying. Let me let me when find you, out. He hit the joint on the low.
0: Exactly. They was doing more than dancing on the ceiling. They was nah, rolling just, on the ceiling. <laughs> they was rolling on the ceiling. But nah, that ain't even happened though, dog. Like, but, but. They look alike and it's very possible right. that <laughs> that story might be that. I'm, I'm just saying, she looks she
1: got into the video some kind of
0: way. I don't know, but they look alike. I d I don't know if they related, if they cousins or something. He was taller, but they I look the same. But they look the same though. Like you know what I'm I saying?
1: Mean, like jeans this, don't don't always go with height, but they look true, the same.
0: This is true. This is very much so true This is Like I don't know But I, I asked you about your team Not not that my team is any better um, I mean I don't know what we doing dog I was just
1: about to ask you How are y'all structured right now
0: Um So I mean what you, th- you think Bill out of there Hell no dog Like listen What I feel is I feel that Bill has been disrespected. Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Slim, he hooping. Yeah, he is. He, he hooping. How was he not an all star? Then, then Damon Lillard got hurt, so D. Book got put in. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, that is what happened. That's so that trash, a mistake, right? And I get it. I get it because it's West Coast, right? So I'm not. I'm not all the way upset with it. I will just say that. I really think that Bill should have been in the All Star.
1: No, I no, I definitely agree. <clears throat> like he has really, really been out here. Like the games I've been catching up on, y'all and looking at their previews. Like he. He got killer instinct
0: right now, dog. Do you know? (laughs) Do you know that the wizards that are doing something in All Star Week, I believe, are are Rui and I want to say David Davis Bertans. He's in the. uh, Three point contest, Rory in the rookie sophomore game. Really? Yeah. Wow. But ain't nobody else doing shit. So now I'm like, man, come on, bro. Like, wow. And maybe, maybe Troy Brown, maybe, maybe. Dang. But we just got, we just got, uh, Shabazz Napier. And oh, that's Jerome a good Park. look. I mean, I you know, I I'm a, I'm low key a Shabazz Napier fan. Um, I like a I like a guard core, like a younger guard core with uh, Gary Payton. Yeah, Jr. yeah. I like the I like to call him the Mitten. <laughs> the Mitten. Not yeah, the. Uh, I mean... <laughs> you're blossoming, young Mitten. <laughs> young Mitten. Um, him and. Uh, Shabazz and, and Jerome Robinson, but um, I don't know, man. I think we need to get we need to get we need to get Ian Mahimi the up out of here, dog. Yes, like I agree with that. He has been robbing, stealing money, dog. Like, That's right. God, gee, that man is it's thieves in the temple, dog. Jesus. <laughs> I don't get it. I do not get it, but I mean, we got Wagner. Wagner ain't bad. And Ish Smith balling right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he is balling right now. I was looking at some of the uh, the highlights they had of him up the other day. Because I try to, you know, even though I'm a Knicks fan, you know, I look at all kind of... I look at everybody's squad. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. For sure.
1: Now, you know, I ain't wearing nothing but Knicks and Pearl, but... I would look at everybody's squad.
0: Dog, what you think of the Lakers, dog? Who 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 you think going who who you first of all, it's kinda weird because the NBA championship can't be two West Coast teams that it probably should it can't, be. But it probably should <laughs> be. That should be crazy, <laughs> though. But who 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 do you think is coming gonna come out of the West, though?
1: I was thinking Houston was really going to do something. Okay. But uh I don't know cuz I feel like between Russell and Harden one of them is going to have an emotional breakdown and it's going mm. to fuck it up and <clears throat> my fuckers is going to be shooting from the opposite free throw line. Just no, I just
0: of... I'm gonna be 100. I just don't feel like it's enough basketball. You can only play with one basketball at a yeah. time. And when it gets cut down to that time, I feel like But I feel like no
1: matter where Russell is going to go, Russell's always going to be with. He's going to want to be the man. Same thing with OKC. Like that was KD's team, and Russell was co-starring, but he wasn't really, really accepting that. That's a part. I swear that's a part of the reason why KD left.
0: Oh, I'm listen. Um, you know how I feel about this whole KD joint, right? So (laughs) I don't want, I don't want to really, I'm saying, get too deep into that. But I, I think, I think, if anything, they played a part for too long, yeah. And then you can't bring two two people. Two stars, honestly. Yeah, together they've d- tried to do that before, and it didn't work in Houston when they did it with Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, and the Dream. Oh right? yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, come on, dog. Man. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work, man. It didn't work. And then they brought Pippen over, and that just got real stupid, and it got funny. So I, I'm I'm just saying I know it just it's not gonna really. Mm-hmm. I am I'm not impressed with 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 Houston necessarily. I feel so bad. I at one point in time I was like, "Ha ha, go to state." That's what y'all asses get. Was right. That? I I started feeling bad for Golden oh, State.
1: Yo, what did you think about that Andre Equidala, uh trade? Move? Yeah. Um.
0: Good look for
1: the Heat. Great look for the Heat.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: because they on life support, so it was a great look for
0: the Heat. Um, it's, I ain't heard nothing about Hero in a minute. He, he he still uh he still cooking or no? Uh
1: he not as, as flammable as he once was. Um, mm. he's just a slight scorch right now. From what I've seen.
0: I know um Bam going to the uh to the all-star game. Oh, word? Yeah. Hmm. He I mean, he got he got ugly numbers, but his but he plays his his play doesn't show up in the box score, Let's say that. Let me see. Hmm. So I mean I, I I can appreciate that. though. Yeah, I, I mean, because you're still that. a contributing factor. Yeah, he's definitely a contributing factor. Like, if nothing else, he's for sure a contributing factor. Um, do you think <clears throat> what's should over and under on the return on John Wall? You think you're going to be an all-star or? Like, I'm,
1: all, I'm I'm always at the point of, like, I want to see, I always want to see somebody come back, like, and just ball out. Like, I think that's why I still held so much hope for Derrick Rose. Because I just want to see him, like, just even just come back or get with the team that's of championship caliber. And he is literally the contributing factor why they win it all. But I don't know about John Wall. John Wall. When John Wall got to the league, it all started there. It started then because he legitimately had no help. So he's legitimately pushing the ball and pushing himself beyond limits. And he's getting down the court. He's hooping hard. He's going to the paint. The thing about it is, but you, you don't have no help. At the end of the day, you can you can't throw the ball, catch the ball, come down and lay it up, and like you, unless you the flash or you like a meta human, um, you can't do that. So, I want to see the best out of them, but do I think it may it may happen? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I know we close to the eighth seed though. Yeah, you I think we're like three behind.
1: Yeah, three behind right now.
0: I don't want to tank. I ain't no tanker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't call me Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't what with that know? tank move. So, you know what I'm saying? I really think that we can uh, – if we can get in the playoffs in – I think we can win games, though, believe it or not. I think
1: y'all can legitimately win games. I think y'all can get past the first one or two rounds.
0: do we score 120 points. But y'all got to are... play.
1: But that's the thing. But, we, start... but look,
0: though, but we give up about 150. I was about to say, but
1: you, you, you give up 150, <laughs> and you drop 120.
0: Lord, we – we'll oh, we, drop 120 on you, but we'll give you 175. We'll give you 175 yeah dang I said man. that way, I think it was Denver that game yeah, know, said, you know, hold up, bro. what are y'all finna get these feet people? I was looking at uh at the game like, I, I'd have had to turn in my car
1: oh, this should look like a college school
0: what the hell? it was it was on that two k rookie mode
1: it was 2K, like when a court is just hoop like the hoop is just, like <laughs> just big, the seat. <laughs> Let's just see. Just throw it up. It's gonna drop somewhere good in
0: there. In the lake. Put it in the lake. It's gonna drop somewhere good
1: in there. it would be all right. Just throw that shit up,
0: dog. So let me ask you this, cause with your last fifteen minutes, what you got going on? What's the moves? What's what's happening for fitness theory? What what you need to? Let the people know how can they reach you? How can they find you I Need everything right All
1: now. All right, so even right now we got. I actually have a boot camp this Saturday with two other trainers, my man Jay Worthy and Body by Shell. It's called Cupid Circuit. We didn't think it was gonna get this big. We initially had seventy five slots. I
0: seen y'all gotta ask people at the door though, like,
1: bro, we we, we literally have a hundred and. 15 people registered because we opened up more slots. We like whoever first come, first serve, like we got to lock the door, like off, off that stuff. Like I got people still texting me,
0: right? Chain the doors, cold red.
1: Right. I'm out here like crazy Joe. Like I got to chain the doors. Like it, it's that crazy right now. So I got that going on. Also, outside of that, I, you know, I'm at uh, D, uh, Sweat DC now. Um, so with Sweat DC, I teach um, strength and conditioning, basically muscle building on Mondays and Thursdays at 7.15. I teach a HIT class on Tuesday at 7.15. I also am doing a 2020 transformation plan, uh, which basically is a six-week program for people to come in. They work out two times a week with me at 5'15", but also they get a full meal plan and they get a full workout plan for them to follow the days we don't meet. um, Right now, and I've, the average weight loss that I've had between is between um 10 and 18 pounds over the six weeks, but that's because they're not completely sticking to the plan. And, you know, people start getting to that point where it's like week five and I'm getting tired of it but they're still making good results. Then I have the men's muscle building class that's on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.15. Other down than down. that, I'm getting ready to open up my schedule so I can start training full time. Um, people mm-hmm. want, nice. people, want to get in touch with me. They can hit me up on my IG at fitness theory or email me fitness theory training at gmail.com if I don't get back into it. To you, it'd be like 24 hours. I get back at you. Um, I'm gonna be on some more Fit DC events. I just did, you know, Cupid's Revenge with Sweat DC and Fit DC, which was uh crazy. Um, It was like 300 people there at Hook Hall on Georgia Avenue, and it was Mm -hmm. like from the beginning to the end, it was like 300 plus. It was just crazy. Um, Other than that, uh, I think I'm about to take a sort of sports specific certification down in Miami. Uh, I think it's the DBC um, certification. So they're basically the guys that train LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and everybody. So you literally go home, and it's a weekend of learning. It's a it's an exam. You work with actually you actually they bring athletes in for you to work with. Um, doing some more boot camps. I got boot camps coming up uh, with uh, one of my friends who's a trainer um britney she works at a fad body um so we're about to do a boot camp series together from april to september so we're going to do at least one or two boot camps um during that time a month and also when it's hot outside at one of the end of the boot camps we're going to do a water fight so everybody can come through pull up with a water fight just some old school fun there it is yeah I mean' I'm coming what's... up I mean you still need to look for me look at me u s a nine for the uh interview that just got posted the other day still on the website
0: yeah I'm gonna make sure I tag all your uh info on the on the on the medias and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, I appreciate you
1: always supporting from day one. Even blocking my shot made me work a little bit harder to the point Amen. that I was like, yeah, we about to go out to this court down. We about to settle this. <laughs> that's, why you got, that's why you have
0: the floater that you have.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Guzzo, I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you spreading the gospel of fitness theory and all that good stuff, man. We're going to have to do another one. Uh We probably do one off, probably from a uh, from a boot camp. Yeah, that'll do. That'll be a dope little drink. Yeah, that podcast boot camp move or something like a, that. A, a bouquet boot camp. A bouquet boot camp. Hey, that's actually pretty dope. Y'all heard it here first. We're gonna have a bouquet boot camp. That's set it up. Say that. Say that three times though. Like that's. <laughs>
1: That's the time twisted for
0: you, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, man I appreciate it, man. Until the next time, thank you all for listening to He's an On Time Guard. Uh, and I'm your host, Mo You can reach me on all forms of social media. It's ogqj, uh, even on Xbox Live if you want that work. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Holler let me, y'all. Have a good evening, good night.